It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, and this is our weekly look at the Detroit Tigers. We're going to bring in Jason Beck, and Beck, uh, Justin Upton, you know, got off to such a terrible start with his new club, but four home runs in his last four games entering Tuesday, including the game winner on Monday night. He's got a 10-game hitting streak. Strikeout rate has declined. Uh, he's hitting 305 since the uh, beginning of the month. So it's starting to look like the guy they expected to have, basically. Yeah, you know, I mean, he came with the reputation of having these ups and downs, but you know, the way the first couple months have gone, the ups kind of seemed almost like a fairy tale type thing that your parents tell their kids or something. Um, yeah, and, and but, but I think you know, watching really the last week or so, I know the numbers have only been there. You know, the numbers really didn't start producing until KC, maybe a little bit before. But, you know, really for the last week or two, you've generally seen signs of him being a little bit more disciplined with the strike zone, at least seeing the ball better and showing signs that he could put together better at bats than what he'd shown in April and most of May. So this is kind of the results out of it. And, you know, he can, you know, when he's on, he can lift the team. And he basically lifted this team on his shoulders on Monday. I mean, without him, they're not even going to extra innings, let alone winning that game. You might still be covering that game right now, Beck. Um, you know, that uh, the hot streak from Upton comes at a good time because in the other outfield corner, Tigers are without J.D. Martinez for four to six weeks, fractured his elbow. It was a weird play, Beck. I was watching that game, and, you know, you, you saw him hit the wall. It didn't seem, at the first glance, it didn't seem quite as serious as it was, but I know he knew it was uh, fractured as, as soon as he did it. Um, talk about how big of a blow that is to this lineup. Yeah, I mean, watching the injury was strange because the way he was holding his arm, you could have sworn it was, was a shoulder. And, right. you know, but then he flung the ball back in with at least a little bit on it. So you were hopeful that maybe it wasn't too bad. And then they hear there was the elbow injury. It's it's not the worst case scenario for these guys because, you know, they can get them back, you know, maybe around the end of July, early August, somewhere around there. But it's also in a critical stretch where, you know, this team could potentially have some decisions to make. It could be on the fence between, you know, really making a, a, a go for it uh, come stretch drive time and deciding whether it's, it's worth doing any more buy-ins. Um, it's, but, but it hurts. You know, he, he had shown signs of really settling into that fifth spot, becoming a lineup protection behind Cabrera and Victor Martinez. And now, really – even if you get some production out of Moya, you know, that, that productive middle of the order, it's not quite the same as what you might have been, what it might have potentially been if you'd had Martinez in there and you had Upton heating up. I and mean, that, that would have been a very nice, you know, really one through six in that order. Yeah, and to your point, Beck, uh, Martinez was 15 for 28 with six doubles and three RBIs in the seven games uh, preceding that injury. So, 
he was definitely getting hot, and it's definitely a bummer uh, to lose him for a significant amount of time. What, what do you expect from Moya? I know he hit his first major league home run on Sunday. What does this opportunity mean for him? Yeah, this is honestly, this is something I, I think a lot of us have been waiting for a couple of years to see. He's always been one of those guys where, you know, you kept saying if you could get him regular at bats at the big league level, give him a chance to make adjustments to see pitches and to kind of get used to the speed of the game, it'd be interesting to see what type of player he could be because scouts have varied so widely on what this kid's potential is. And now we're going to have it. Um, humongous power, as much power, arguably, as anybody on this team, which is saying a lot, obviously. Um, he's going to swing and miss. It's just it's unavoidable with that type of body frame and that type of swing. Uh, but when he connects, he's a dynamic player. He's a good athlete. Defense has to improve a little bit, but a very strong arm. Uh, he's got a chance to, to really make some plays, and I think he has a chance to make a sneaky impact as long as there's not too much pressure on him. Another guy who came up uh, this week was Bruce Rondone, and Rondone famously sent home early in the 2015 season for uh, lack of commitment or, or words to that effect. What are the expectations for him now? Is he kind of uh, rebuilt his reputation within the organization? Well, it's going to be interesting to see because, you know, the numbers were okay at AAA, but, but not that great. He, he'd been off to a very good gene, which I think provided some momentum for him to get called up bad in the fact that the way the Tigers' bullpen has been going lately, they needed as many fresh arms as they could get, and he was already on the 40-man roster. Uh, but, but this is a chance of redemption. Uh, the two innings he provided in KC – even in defeat, I think we're as good as we've seen out of them, arguably since that uh, incredible stretch run in 2013. Um, he, he looked composed. The fastball was hitting triple digits, but it wasn't wild. And the slider looked tight and breaking. And if he's got that, he doesn't necessarily need the changeup to succeed, at least not right now. And he's got a chance to at least provide a little bit of depth in this bullpen. I don't think he's going to necessarily take over setup duties from Shane Green or anything like that. But uh, if you can throw that arm in slot situations in the sixth and seventh innings, it, it's, a, it's a pretty nice weapon to have. Beck, you mentioned the need for, for fresh arms back there. And, and to that point, in the three losses against the Royals over the weekend, Tigers gave up 19 runs. The bullpen gave up 19 runs over 11 innings. It's amazing, Beck. I mean, we you liked the composition of this bullpen. I think I liked it a lot more uh, than, than years past. It's it's just got the it's been the Achilles heel for this uh, for this roster year after year. Yeah, it's, it's like you know guys can be you know, can have good years and they come to Detroit and then it's all forgotten sometimes. Um, you know, Justin Wilson's been up and down. I think really the, the big disappointment. It's been Mark Lowe. Um, really what what we've seen out of him, really for most of the year, but especially the last few weeks, nowhere near what he showed last year. It's in a, He's in a spot where they're basically having to find mop-up opportunities for him to, to try to work on his game and to, to try to rebuild his pitching. Uh, he'll take a step forward every now and then and feel like he's figured something out. And then he goes out and has nothing like a day in KC where he just gives up six straight hits and you've got to put a position player in to, to finish up his inning. And that, that, that's incredible to say 
for a guy who was quietly one of the more valued setup relievers on the market last year. It's just his game is is, is falling apart right now, and it, it's a struggle to get it back together. But but they've got to do it because right now it's basically it's a zombie roster spot. You know they they can't use him in tight situations, um, and because of that they're having to carry extra relievers, and because of that. You know, their bench is smaller when they get into tight games the next training. Elsewhere in the bullpen back, Francisco Rodriguez. Uh, I know he's given up his share of runs here lately, but he's also not had much opportunity lately. I'm guessing, you know, those those kind of things work hand-in-hand. Hand. Closers need, uh, you know, regular chances to get out there and stay fresh. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of yin and yang. He had, uh, I, I think it was like three straight outings or three outings in four days, the last one being like a 33-pitch outing against the White Sox, and then he, he went a week without pitching. Uh, he was kind of conspicuous, his absence uh, in KC, because they didn't really have much for him to pitch. Uh, you know, the extra inning game on Sunday, you know, he thought he might, we might have seen him since he needed the work, and uh, Austin said he considered putting him in, but in that last inning, he thought that the matchups provided an opportunity to maybe sneak in an inning for Kyle Ryan before maybe having to go to K-Rod and, uh, you know, didn't work out. Aaron, uh, Aaron uh, pickoff catch and, you know, a couple hits there, and, and uh, that one ended. Uh, you know, he came in uh, Monday and, and looked pretty good. You know, the changeup looked But it's interesting to watch. I think for me over the years, it's been interesting to watch how different relievers get handled differently. So I think K-Rod is one of those guys, or at least from what I've covered of him, he seems like one of those guys where – you could probably throw him like four days in a row if need be and still have him pretty effective. But he's also doesn't necessarily need to pitch once every three days or once every four days, which is yeah, that was kinda of like one of those soft rules that, that Jim Leland had when he was managing. He didn't like to have his closer sitting too many days in a row because he worried about them being rusty when they came back or he worried about the you know, the um the stops and starts on their arms. And uh, K-Rod seems to be a little bit of an exception there so far. We'll see how it, uh, we'll see how it goes in the, uh, in the long run as we get down to uh, the stretch run the season. Yeah, it's a really weird role because you never know when a team might get on a, a roll of one-run games and, and all of a sudden he's, he's getting worn out from over you. It's just, it's just a very strange thing to manage, a difficult thing to manage. So, uh, I want to thank Jason Beck for all the latest on the Tigers. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Detroit Tigers edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.